You'll love Fish and Fish Candy. Now your host, Jared Lawson and Joel Welcome, listeners, to 3LWK. I am your host, Joel Hinkle, and with me, I have Jared Lawson. Hey, man, what's going on? Doing all right, man. Um, I hear that uh, you've been doing some traveling lately. I have. I traveled back uh, from where I live in Maryland back home to West Virginia to see my family for Easter. Uh, yeah, it's about a, about a five-hour, a little over a five-hour drive. Yeah, I, I'm not... I really don't like the long drives that um, I have to do when I go visit family. Visiting family is great, mm-hmm. but uh, for me, it's a 10-hour drive back to West Virginia. That's rough. That It is a very rough uh, trip, and me, and me and my wife, we, we like going up there and visiting with everybody, but it's just the drive for 10 hours. It's so long. And it's 10 so, hours one way, right? One way, yes. That's, oh, my gosh. So, so you've lost you've lost an entire day of your life by being in the car. Yeah, pretty I pretty much have to take a day off of work to to drive because I can't for whatever reason I can't be one of those people that drive at night and be able to drive through the night and get there. I'm I struggle really bad with with the sleep problems. With, right, that's understandable. Yeah, and so kind of where we're going with this podcast today is along the lines of driving. So. We have we've all experienced drivers that uh, do stupid things or crazy things while driving, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's sometimes annoying and uh, sometimes can even cost your life. And so uh, we'll cover some some areas of people things that people have done while driving, and then the top five uh, kind of goes along with that. So the top five today is top five annoying things people do while driving so things that annoy jared and i as we are traveling down the road mm-hmm. so uh one story or i guess maybe not a story but one one crazy thing that i i've found that uh some people have reported seeing drivers do is using your beard hair as floss okay now I don't, I don't know why. What would I've never thought about doing that. There for a time, I had a beard. I grew one out. I yeah. had, I, I could probably pluck a beard hair and use it as floss, but well, it never, it never occurred to me to even do that. In my professional opinion, it's no better than regular floss. <laughs> There's no reason to use your beard hair, people. Just use regular floss. It's what it's, it's what it's made for. After usually after lunch, and I'm driving back to work, and I have like something stuck in my teeth. I may like find like a piece of like paper and fold it up and try to try to pick it out or whatever or pick up an actual toothpick from the restaurant right that's what they're there for exactly exactly but i i have never never thought about using my beard hair so in in looking around what are some of the things that you have found well i had actually read uh i read an article it was actually a link to an article online about uh people who are taking ambien like the sleep medication why and be taking Ambien? Yeah, a, I, I a, got I got that taking Ambien, yeah. but yeah, like that is that is an actual well, serious drug. Well, it, well, it's a it helps you sleep. So yes. the, the the issue is people who take this and then get into a deep sleep and then drive somewhere. Oh, so they're they're actually almost like sleepwalking, but it's, sleep driving. It's like sleep driving. Now, 
as to whether they're using it as as an excuse or whether it's actually you know a medical condition, that's up to debate most likely. But there's there's a lot of interesting stories out there of people who have been taking Ambien and uh, getting into some hijinks. So I'll just read this little excerpt from this New York Times article I found. It said, uh, a registered nurse who lives outside Denver took Ambien before going to sleep one night in January of 2003. Uh, sometime later... She, which she remembers none of this. Sometime later, she got into her car wearing a thin nightshirt in 20-degree weather. She had a fender bender, urinated in the middle of the intersection, and then became violent with police police officers. <laughs> so well, her def- that, that sometimes sounds like most people's Friday night. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a fun time to me, but, I mean, for this registered nurse, you know, that's, uh, I guess you consider that strange behavior. When you're when you're under the influence of those any type of drug, even alcohol, you you should not be driving, especially especially alcohol. Yeah, and so, but it seems like she she was not aware of what she was doing. Well, I mean, one thing to take away from this too, she's a registered nurse. I mean, you would think she would know that you don't take this and. Uh, well, I mean, I guess if you're sleeping, I guess you don't. You, that's something you don't plan for. Assuming yeah. that she's not just using that as an excuse. Oh, the Ambien made me do it, but I don't know why a registered nurse or anyone for that matter would do that unless they were under the influence of something. Yeah. Um, so there may be something to her story. Who knows? Yeah. Well, it, it, interesting you bring that up. There, there was an actual case with me that one time <laughs> sleep driving. No, well, not sleep driving, but we had we had some anti-anxiety medicine mm-hmm. and you then that that just kind of just knocks you out it, it makes you sleepy and so uh i woke up early on like a saturday morning and i needed to uh, uh i wanted to go back to sleep because I, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be up that early so i got up and i took took one of those and then went back to bed but with my job being it and stuff uh, i got a call and it was like hey the nine on one dispatch for the city this town is um not working and so could you go over there and and take a look at it and i was like yeah sure i could that's do that. part that's part of your job well that's yeah what, that's yeah, in your like, job description huh yeah if if there's a major problem and at the time i was on call so they called me if there was an emergency at a client site or something that uh i need to go on site to try to fix before and especially with the 911 that needed to be fixed immediately so yeah, oh, they, yeah, were, they weren't able to take 911 calls. And so I hurried over there. But I was still kind of groggy from this medicine. Mm-hmm. And so I got there and uh, found the problem, fixed it. And then I just, I was like, well, it actually was a small switch. And I was like, well, let's see if we can find a switch to replace it. So see if you have another one in the office to fix it, fix the problem. And I went into the break room. Now, this is also the police station where the 911 center is at. Okay. And so I'm in the police break room, and there is a jar of animal crackers. And so I'm like, hey, can I have some animal crackers? (laughs) And so I get a cup, and I get some animal crackers, and I'm walking around the police station eating animal crackers, looking looking around. Yeah. Yeah. Looking around, and... um, I couldn't find a replacement switch, and I was like, "All right, well, we'll we'll work something out, and we'll get it taken care of uh, next week." And so I go home, and then I go back to bed, mm-hmm. and then I wake up later that evening or afternoon, 
and I'm like, what did I do today? <laughs> I could not remember what I did, and then I was, <laughs> and then I sat there and I thought about it. I distinctly remember animal crackers. Yeah, and I was like, I, I went somewhere. Where'd I go? And it hit me. I went to the police station, <laughs> and well, I walked right around. Right, I walked around eating animal crackers like a lunatic. <laughs> And so I was Well, they're like, there for a reason. I mean, people yeah. eat them there, obviously. Yeah, and so I was... I I, I have not done that again. So. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No, that's that's kind of an isolated event, I would assume. Yeah. No, that was... That was uh, probably... I don't, I don't drink alcohol or anything, and that's probably the maybe the closest I've came to doing something stupid. Right. So... That's... Yeah. Well, you're kind of in the... Uh, kind of in the hornet's nest there you want to be be a little more careful maybe yeah and so to kind of to kind of keep keep the subject moving uh another thing that uh a lot of people try to do that i think is just stupid we we obviously have texting and everything else people people text and drive which you shouldn't do and it's very dangerous but some of the things that people try to do that i i saw there was like a list of these different items people do and I was kind of browsing through it and trying to think, well, what's what's the most ridiculous one? And I think one of the ones I saw was changing your clothes. Yeah, while Change, you're driving. While yeah. you're driving. Now, I've tried to take, like, I've gotten hot and I've had, like, a jacket on. And I've tried taking the jacket off and keep driving and everything. And that's, that's difficult in and of itself because you mm-hmm. almost have to, like, dislocate your shoulder to do it. Right. And um, I, don't, I, I couldn't even imagine trying changing my clothes. While driving, I mean, there's there's one thing to change your clothes in a car, but it's another thing to change your clothes in a car while it's moving and you're driving it. That's something. Oh yeah, it's amazing what what people do. And that that list also had like um, shaving and uh, <laughs> eating and different now stuff. eating now eating I've done. You know, I'm guilty of I, that. Every, I've every, driving. Everyone I've, does that. Everyone has eaten and driven, right? And so it's it's something. Something that a lot of people, a lot of that stuff is a lot of people have done. So right, but I saw changing clothes as being the most challenging and the most ridiculous from that list. Absolutely. So um, and I'll, I just want to go before we get to our top five or discuss the more annoying things. I, I do want to point out um, another crazy thing people have done in a car while driving is uh, driving into a lake. Now I. I say this specifically because I have a specific car in mind. Uh, there's actually a car, and they've made, you know, they've there's been various people who have designed and created cars like this in the past, but there was one car specific, specifically in the 60s that was designed to do such a thing. Uh, you ever heard of, it's a car called the Amphicar, Amphicar 770. The Amphicar 770? Amphicar, amph- amphibious car, basically. Oh. Well, I've, I've seen amphibious cars, but I, yeah, they, I didn't know it was actually manufactured. They made a, almost 4,000 of them in the 60s. I think it was a German con- company, and it was designed simply you would drive it like a normal car. And they called it a 770 because it would go seven knots in water, and it would go 70 miles per hour on the road. <laughs> and you literally, you could. You could just drive it and then drive it right into a lake, and hey, there now you've you got, you got a boat. And uh, Woo. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they made, like I said, almost 4,000 of them, and they made them in the six, starting in the 1960 on to, like, 1968 or something. And they didn't catch on to because, I mean, they were awkward-looking, to say the least. Uh, and you could only go 70 miles. I don't even know what the 0 to 60 was in it. It had a little Triumph motor, 
uh, 43 horsepowers. It's probably, it's probably like it's probably like ten seconds or so. I would guarantee it's longer than that. Uh, <laughs> it, it's probably zero to sixty and never. I mean, probably most of the time people just you know it's a novelty car. I mean, you're not going to yeah. take the family and go on a camping trip in your Amphicar. It was just something cool that you drove around and said, "Hey, look at me! Look at this weird thing I have." Yeah, look at me in my Amphi Seven Seventy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they had you know those types of cars. Then that was the one that was the most. Uh, popular i would say the one that caught on the most but since then they've had a few i was watching an episode of top gear uh the british top gear not too long ago and jeremy clarkson was on a vehicle that was it was an atv that whenever you got to the you could drive it into the water and then the wheels would kind of fold up into itself and it became a jet ski yeah which that's something that'd be really cool to have yeah well the 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 concept of like I'm driving down the road and I see a lake, I'm like that would be fun just to drive on <laughs> yeah, right I'm now. Gonna go, I'm going to go there right now. I've, Why not? I've never had the urge to just have a car that I could just continue driving while in water. Now, if you live in like a flood zone, I could see where you, <laughs> where that would be makes sense. It's like okay, oh, it's going to flood next Tuesday. I'm glad I have my Ampha 770. Sure. Well, th- and, well, this this was designed more for recreation, not for like emergency prep. So yeah. yeah. Something uh, interesting to have. Yeah. The um one 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 story that I, I came across that I want to share and because we were we've been talking about crazy things people do while driving and some some of the craziest things that people do is probably driving way too fast. Oh my gosh. I w- I want to to that end uh on my way home last night there was a guy on, on the interstate and I was in the fast lane passing someone and this guy came up. I was going a little bit over the speed limit, you know. I think it was 70 miles an hour, and I was going maybe 75, 77, something like that. This guy came up on me. He must have been going at least 100. Wow. And, and, I, and I didn't speed up. I was like, I'm not speeding up for this guy. So I eventually got over, and he just shot past me. And it's that was reckless, you know, reckless oh, speed. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen motorcyclists. Uh, I'll be driving home from work, and they'll just be – just zooming in and out of traffic. Mm-hmm. Sport bikes are the worst. Yeah, and that and I, that's uh, that's beyond dangerous. Like, I would like to own a motorcycle. I'm not going to own a motorcycle because my wife will not let me own a motorcycle oh, because on, they're dangerous. Man. Because oh, they're dangerous. That's why they're fun. <laughs> yeah, and they can kill you too. So, but um, people, there's we've seen the videos of people flying down the road and smashing into guardrails and pretty much their cars exploding and about in 2013 uh we're all familiar with the fast and furious movie franchise mm-hmm. uh paul walker uh one of the the act the main the main actor actor that worked with uh vin diesel in the first movie that was the undercover cop yeah he uh, was in several of them yeah yeah he was in several of them in 2013 he was in a uh, car wreck, he was at a at like a custom. It was a car show uh, in Indiana, uh, and they were doing a thing for like tornado victims and and just kind of kind of helping the community type thing. And as the car show was winding down, Walker uh, uh, took a took a guy Roger uh, Rhodes out with him in his in a 2005 Porsche Carrera GT. Yep. And so, and and this this guy, he's he's a um, pretty much a professional race car 
driver type thing because he's he's trained in in doing these Fast and Furious movies and about a, a block down a street across about a street down from from where this event was happening they hear this loud crash and they go and he has the car has been through two trees and finally ceased at a light post there I'm going to post a link on the website of of this of this article but in the article it shows a picture of the car all you see is the front end of the car to about where the windshield starts and then the rest of it is all just piled up burned up heat behind it mhm yeah well and, the um the Porsche the the Carrera GT actually has a reputation for being a horrible car to drive. Uh, when Porsche made that car, they basically it was an exercise in hey, look what we can do. We can make this really powerful car. Like they they really just made it for speed and in terms of handling, if you're especially if you're driving it at its limits, handling was it was nearly impossible. Like if you were uh, going pretty quick in that thing, you had to be really really careful. And if you didn't know what you were doing, you could wreck it really easily. Uh, so Porsche actually caught some flack for that car. Uh, you know, their their most recent cars, like the 918, uh, are much better in terms of going fast and also being able to handle well at the limits. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He, again, with even with experienced drivers, you, you see this happen. So when you're, if you have the urge to go be that guy that's going 100 miles per hour down the, down the interstate for no reason just because you have a fast car you you have these experienced drivers that um can can have these accidents and cost them their lives well especially if it's a car that's not designed for that the car that was going 100 last night it was like a chrysler it was a chrysler 200 (laughs) like like what are you doing man yeah yeah, yes, the car can do those speeds but there's i mean my car could do those speeds but i'm not that dumb yeah, your little Honda Fit. <laughs> yes, it could probably, in theory, make it to a hundred. My my little ninety three Accord would probably make it to a hundred, but then it would probably implode, and <laughs> um, when it hit there, the the cylinders would explode out of the out of the engine. But, right. But it's it's just common sense to to be smart while driving, and to not do stupid things um, while driving. So absolutely. So, which kind of leads us into kind of the top five. Um, the top right. five is uh, annoying things people do while driving. So, right. in the in the top five list, um, it is uh, a list of items that that we see as being the worst things that people or the annoying things that people do while driving. Right. Right. So this is this isn't this is more your run of the mill type stuff that you see on a on a not necessarily a daily basis but you've seen it most people have seen it or experienced it. We're not talking about people sleep driving here. This is more uh everyday type stuff. Yeah, as you're driving to work, someone annoys you uh with with their stupid driving or stupid habits that they may have. Right. Um so so let's just get into it here. Let's um Yeah. I'll I'll just I'll tell you a, a couple things that annoy me that I've seen. One thing that annoys me, and it, this you don't even have to be driving for this to annoy you, but if you're in your car, this was the other day. Uh, someone outside my apartment was playing really loud, really bass-heavy music. 
And, you know, I was in my apartment, and I was on the phone, I believe, and I could hear this music through my window. That's how loud it was. But you yeah. see it in people driving, you know, on the road, they'll do this too, especially when the weather's nice, you know, springtime's coming around. You're going to have people with their windows down, with their bass up and their systems, uh, you know, as loud as they can go, trying trying to impress, you know, whoever they're trying to impress with how good their music is. I don't know. Uh, but that and, really annoys me when they're when you're sitting in traffic and you have to hear that. Yeah, and usually the music that they're playing, I don't really care for. So right, they, no one ever blasts Pink Floyd like that. It's always no. like music that I hate. So yeah, that's the unfortunate part of it. Yeah, if they yeah if they were blasting like Led Zeppelin, I'd be like, yeah, man, cool, keep yeah. it up. Yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 never stuff I like. So no. I guess I don't know. No, so one I guess one of the things that that annoy me the most is not using the turn signal. Yeah. Exactly. When, when you're behind somebody and they're coming to a stop, you're like, "Why? Why are you stopping?" And then, <laughs> and then they turn. You're like, "Well, I, I wish you would have told me that like fifty yards back there." Or, or they wait to the last second to turn their signal. As the, why, or as they're why turning, they turn. They turn it on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what a good, well, what a good citizen you are. There you go. Oh yeah, thank you. Thanks for helping everyone. <laughs> and I guess along those lines, another. This may not go in the top five, but. It's actually you're not supposed to do this, but when you have someone in front of you that is has their turn signal on and they're turning, then the person behind them turns on their turn signal for that person, and then they turn it off and go straight through. I've never, I don't even know if I've seen that very often. I've I've seen that a couple times, and I'm like, you're not even turning. Why why are you telling me that people are turning? Well, that yeah. Then you're now you're getting into something that is a problem for another reason. It's when people are just there. You can be too polite on the road. You can, you can, you can be into a point where you're a nuisance or you're actually endangering people. Yeah. Um, which, like, which would almost, uh, go into, I guess another one that I would say is driving stupid slow, like at least 20 miles under the speed limit. Yeah. Like yeah, there's no excuse for that. Um, ma- mainly this gets on my nerves, probably on like back roads, uh, interstate, you have a minimum of 40 that you can travel on the interstate. And so I give leeway to that. If they're going less than 40 and they don't have their hazards on, or even if they're going 40 and they don't have their hazards on, I get a little annoyed with that. Mm-hmm. But um, because you, you are a hazard, because people are going 70 and you're going 40 on the interstate. so Right. You're going to get rear-ended. Yeah, but dri- driving ridiculously slow, especially on back roads, and you're just like, you're going 20 miles under the speed limit. There's nothing, you don't have your hazards on telling me that there's a problem. So I'm just going to get annoyed with you. So. Yeah. And, and kind of related to that too. It's, it's one of my biggest pet peeves uh, are people who don't understand what a yield sign is. Exactly. They stop at every yield sign. It's like, you know, you're actually, you're interfering with the flow of traffic here, you know? Yeah. If, if, if they stop at a yield sign and there's no traffic, then yes. But, yeah. but if there is a, if you see someone that is in the process of turning, and I also hate the fact that uh, they don't, they people don't use the yield sign sometimes. Like I'll be turning and they have a yield, but they don't, they don't yield to that traffic. Right, right. That's yeah. It's the opposite problem. Yeah, and you see that a lot in. Uh, I don't know how many roundabouts you guys have down in Alabama, but. There's, where I am, there's quite a few roundabouts or traffic circles, whatever you want to call them. And there are people who 
just speed right through there. I mean, they're supposed, everyone's supposed to have a yield sign there, and you're supposed to wait your turn. But a lot of times, people just get too antsy and they don't wait their turn at all. Um, yeah, that gets annoying. Yeah, there's there's a there's a couple around here. There's no major like uh, roundabouts. There's there's small ones in like uh, like shopping center. I guess centers or stores and different stuff. They'll they'll have one in the middle to kind of just keep traffic flowing. Mm-hmm. And it, and so usually those don't get too congested, so it's it's not it's not too bad. Um I guess I guess another one I'd probably bring to the list is uh pulling out in front of you and not speeding up. That's yeah, that's annoying. Because it, especially if there's no one behind you. <laughs> that, if you that if, really if you that, are in, if yep. you are in front of a huge line of traffic, I I still don't think I still don't understand it, but I kind of understand it, I guess. You yeah. got to get out when you can. But if yeah. it, if I'm bringing up the if I it's just me driving, there's no one around me, and then you decide to pull in front of me, and you're going way slower than you should, yeah. I'm going to get a little annoyed. Yeah. If if I, I I've I've been I've been in the case where I've pulled out in front of someone thinking that I had enough time, and then when I look at my rearview mirror, they're coming up on me quick. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna punch the gas and get up to speed so that uh, I don't maybe cause an issue or cause right. a wreck. Right. So. Uh, what else uh, annoys you? Well, I'm kind of say I would say um, one thing I ran into on the way home yesterday are the if you're trying to merge onto the interstate, um, and I mean I guess if you can't get over, I understand, and and it's actually your job to just go the speed limit, and it's my job as someone who's merging onto the interstate, it's my job to try to match the speed and, and you know make my way into the traffic. Yeah. Um, and, and again, this kind of goes with people being too polite. It's when people who they slow down just enough to be confusing as to whether they're going to let you in or not. You yeah. know what I mean? Where they'll slow down and they'll just stay kind of right in, right on your quarter panel, your rear quarter panel, and you're like, "Is he let me in, or is he? Is it, what's he doing?" And then you kind of slow down to let him go by, then he slows down. So you speed up, and he speeds up, and you're just like, "What are you going to do? I'm running out of room here. Make it, make up your mind what you want to do. Yeah, you know, either slow down or speed up. Don't do this. You know, don't go halfway." Yeah, the reason the reason why the um, on ramps are so long is so that you can get up to the internet interstate speed, which is the average of sixty five to seventy miles per hour. Yep, and the distance for that is enough to where you can get your vehicle up to that speed, unless you're driving an amphicar. Yeah, in which case you shouldn't be on the interstate. No, no, probably so, not. Find the nearest lake and just stay there. Yeah, and there, there's a reason why they don't allow mo- mopeds and stuff. <laughs> you could take a moped on the interstate, but it's not wise. If you have a death wish, you can. Yeah, because you're you're not going to be able to get that thing up to 70 miles per hour, and if you do, it's you're probably going to die. <laughs> so, but you get behind somebody, and they're going like 40, and then they'll go 50, and then they'll try to merge, and I'm like, you got people going 70, and they're they're very timid they'll, mm-hmm. they'll start Absolutely. going over and then they won't they start yep. and then they won't. i'm like so rather gotta... than speed up rather than speed up they, a lot of times they slow down even slower yeah and i've like came into cases where came into cases where people actually come to a stop like when uh when the lane has come to an end for them they'll right. stop right there <laughs> yeah then what do you do yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like y- you can drive on the shoulder mm-hmm. and get over if you, if you had, had to. to. And I've I've had cases where I've came onto the interstate. And I guess another thing that annoys me is you get on the interstate and people won't let you in. 
mm-hmm. even though they have that lane where they can shift over and there's no one blocking them in. Yeah. I've, I've came on where there's a truck and I either have to speed up to get by him or get behind him. Mm-hmm. And in most cases is the car beside him, which it's, it's everybody's responsibility that if I'm usually, if I'm beside a truck, left-hand side of a truck and the truck is coming up on a uh, on-ramp, I usually either try to pass the truck to let him get over so he can let the traffic on. But it's, yep. it's everyone's responsibility at that point to make sure traffic can flow properly and merge properly. And so... Yeah. I mean, it's up to... The way I see it is the, the buck stops with the guy trying to get on the interstate. I mean, if there's not... You know, modulate your speed. Either try to speed up or... Do whatever you have to do to because to, you shouldn't ever have to depend or depend on someone else who's already on the interstate to get over for you. I mean, it's up to you to yeah. kind of look, be smart enough about what's going on in traffic to kind of zipper your way in there. Yeah. And I, I think, all right, so I think a, another thing that we run into is called rubbernecking. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if everyone knows this term or not. I didn't actually know this term until I came to the South. Uh, but rubbernecking is where there is a wreck or something happening in the the oncoming traffic, and your lane is not infected, affected, uh, and people slow down and look to look at the wreck to see what happened. And they will actually sometimes come to a stop and look yeah. and continue going. And so that causes a backup of traffic when it's usually... Needlessly. Yeah, yeah, there's no per point in yes, the person was in a wreck. I feel sorry for that person, but I need to keep traffic moving. Mm-hmm. So so I I typically don't if if I do, I'll glance and just keep going or I may not even look over there and just keep driving normally. Yeah. That that's the most frustrating thing too, especially when it's a a high flow time for the traffic there. Whenever you are you're driving and you come to traffic and you're like, oh, it's got to be construction or something going on. And then you get all the way to the end of the traffic and you realize it is just someone rubbernecking, as you said. And then the traffic goes perfectly fine after that. Yeah. Uh, it is it, That definitely is annoying. I would agree with you on that. All right. Well, I mean, I would say an, another thing that really bothers me, and I've been saving these last couple here because I, I really think these need to be in the top five. Um, I'll just go ahead and bring them both up now. Uh, is never, ever, ever getting into the right lane when you're on the interstate if you are cruising in the left lane and you're cruising let's say speed limit 70 maybe you're going 70 maybe you're going 65 it doesn't matter but if you never get over and there's people who are you know waiting to to get by you i mean that that is almost infuriating to me yeah when when you see when you see people passing you on the right side take the hint yeah, take the hint. When that first person passes you on the right side, the op- the next the opportunity you have is to move over. The next opportunity you get, move over in that right lane and let people pass you. Mm-hmm. I don't see I don't see these signs in uh, Alabama, but I've seen them in Kentucky where it says if you are not passing, stay out of the yeah. left lane or a slower traffic, keep right. I mean, yeah. there's, there's every yeah, there's usually a variation of that somewhere. Yeah, there's no excuse for it. Which yeah. that which that behavior leads to what I would what I would also consider one of the uh, cardinal sins of driving, which is tailgating, in general. Yeah, yeah. Now, now uh, tailgating, 
know, if you're in, especially if you're in the fast lane, I mean, people will get right on you. But I, I guess it's up to most drivers to look in the rearview mirror and say, okay, well, I'm passing, but I'm, you know, maybe not going as fast as I could. I'm going to speed up a little bit and get around, you know, get around, go, complete my pass so I can let this guy go. But yeah. still, people who tailgate, and when I say tailgating, I mean you can't see their headlights in your rearview mirror. That type of tailgating where it's you're dangerously close to the other person really actually, gets on my nerves. Yeah, I actually witnessed this yesterday on my way to work. There was these two cars. They were both in the left lane, and they were – I was going speed limit of 70. I would say they were probably going 70 or 80. And they go by me, and there was probably like a three- or four-foot distance between the the car in front of him that was going. Jeez. Now, they were going the same speed, but I think... For now. Yeah, for now. And so, I, if I was that, that car in the front, the white car, I would have gotten over and let him pass me. Right. But he would not... That that You need to take the hint sometimes, okay, the person behind me really wants to get around me. I just need to move over to the right lane and just let him by. And I understand it's tough to do sometimes, too, because you look back there and you think, oh, what a jerk. Like, look at this guy on me. I'm not going to get over. I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. And yeah. a lot of times that causes people to go slower, and then that just compounds the problem. Yeah, now, I, I, I'll i say that I'm, I'm guilty of this. On, on back roads, if I'm going the speed limit and someone gets right on my bumper, I will drop five miles below the speed limit. <laughs> Just, just to, to annoy them. Just to infuriate them. Yeah, yep. good. Road rage. It's fine. I, I, now, I'm, I won't do the stupid thing of tapping my brakes, because that, that's just stupid to right. do. Brake, brake checking, yeah. Yeah. No, so I, I will just slow down five miles below the speed limit. If they're going to ride me that close and try to push me to keep me get me to go faster, or that I'm already going the speed limit on this back road, I'm just going to drop five miles slower and just make them even more annoyed. Yeah. So yeah, of course down there in the south you got to be careful. People are probably packing. Oh yeah, everyone's majority so, of the people are packing down here. So be careful. So no, that that those are the last couple of things I would say. So let's let's discuss what I mean. We've we've brought up a lot of different topics here. So you have what what do you have as your top five? And now I will evaluate it and add as I see fit, and we can okay. discuss it. So I have number five at does not use turn signal. Do you agree with that as number five? Well, let's hear the whole list. All right, so number five, do not turn turn sig- do, does not use turn signal. Number four, drives uh, stupid slow or abnormally slow uh, for no reason. Number three, pull out in front of you and does not speed up or pull out in front of you in general. Uh, number two, I have is rubbernecking. And number one is uh, merging onto the interstate while while stopped or going really slow <clears throat> excuse me right okay the I, that's a pretty good list i would i would like to add somewhere into that list uh people the last two especially really for me the people who never get people who ride the left lane and people who are constantly tailgating okay where where would you like to fit those in well i don't know it just seems like are there any of those you don't feel quite as um, I, I could probably, I could probably say, uh, we could probably remove the rubbernecking because it, it only depends on, I guess, my mood and also how big of a rush I'm in. Right. 
So it's not something that usually annoys me. I usually I'm like, yeah, I see. I'll, I'll in my in my bubble of my car, I will make jokes and make fun of those people. And it's also something that doesn't happen as often. True. Well, in Alabama cuz Alabama drivers can't drive. <laughs> there's more wrecks in the mornings and in the evenings than you would expect. Right. Okay. So, especially when it's raining. Right. So we uh, I let's let's put uh, one of those two one of either tailgating or riding the left lane somewhere in there. We can replace overnecking or something. Um I would say probably tailgating at number 2. Okay. Yeah, tailgating happens a lot. It does. Like almost daily. Yeah. So, so I would say that yeah, it's number two. Did you want to try to slip in that uh, left lane? I think so. I think so. Yeah, maybe towards the bottom a little bit. Maybe get rid of uh, one pull of the out bottom ones. Okay, so number three or number one. Okay, let's let's do, let's do this. Let's do this. How about this? All right, number three will be uh, tailgating. Number two will be merging onto the interstate, and number one is. Um, not uh, driving slow in the left lane, riding the left lane. Yeah, I agree with that because honestly, that's what makes me the most. Inf- yeah, I, I now now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah. So that now now I feel happy about that list. Thank All you. right, so so our top five of most annoying things people do while driving are is number five, do not use the turn signal. Number four, drive stupid slow. Number three, uh, was it tailgating? Yes. Number two was merging onto the interstate really slow or stopped. And number one, riding in the left lane. Just get over, people. Jeez. Just get over. So that is our uh, top five. Uh, If you believe that something deserves to be on this list, or if you do not agree with this list, please let us know in the comments at 3LWK.com, or you can let us know... uh, and Twitter or Facebook at 3LWK underscore show. So that is our show. We appreciate you listening to our show, and uh, we look forward to next week. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please let us know in the comments uh, at our website or on Twitter and Facebook. Jared, it has been a pleasure. As always, buddy. As always. So as we leave you, hasta Dogo. Hasta Dogo. Until next time. 